We think this is going to be fourth time's the charm. Maddie Fancher joining us. Maddie, how you doing? Hi. I'm so sorry. My calls keep dropping out of nowhere. <laughs> I have full service, and the call just dropped three times. So hopefully it doesn't happen again. But if I lose you guys again, I'll call back in. So. Absolutely. So we were just talking a little bit about you sent me um, the about Oklahoma and Texas having to stay in the Big 12 through 2025, possibly because Fox Sports is not wanting to let them out early in 2024. And I actually looked up the schedule and it is October 21st. UCF will be at Oklahoma. Um, and I don't know if you were listening into that, but um, there will be that matchup if everything goes as planned. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I know that was a topic that you wanted to touch base on. Yeah, I think it's – I may be, you know, not share this opinion with everyone else, but I think Texas and Oklahoma should be in the SEC. I think that they're going to be – they're going to be able to hang with wolves, for lack of better terms. Um, I think the SEC, obviously, as everyone that's listening knows, is the greatest football powerhouse in America. Oh, no. We're, we're going to have to try to get Mad, Maddie on um, again. Uh, another uh maybe another show because i don't know why it keeps dropping today that's that's very uh very unfortunate um because i'm really excited to talk to her about the women's world cup coming up um and she was also wanting to talk about uh we were talking about salaries and athletic departments talk about not anyway um yes i have a little boy sammy and um we need to get our kids together because we've been talking about that for months (laughs) yeah and i was just saying it's i can't imagine being a pro athlete and juggling being a mom to a little one that mine's crawling all over the place now but yours is running all over the place oh yeah i like i try to take him coaching with me or you know he goes to practice sometimes and just is running all over the place. He was on our team bus last summer going riding to away games with us. So he had 21 other or almost 30, I guess, um, with our full team numbers. He had 30 aunts and big sisters last summer. So he'll have the same during this season. And honestly, I have to, like, again, give a shout-out to, like, coaches and teammates because being a woman in this industry – or a woman in the sports industry – we're already a minority and then um, just having the ability or feeling encouraged by men in the industry to continue to work and continue to shatter glass ceilings, even as a mom or um, while still, you know, doing other things. Um, it just, it's refreshing. And I think it's great. Every time I see a woman on TV, you know, reporting on a men's sports game, it, I just love it. Um, and I know you share that too, Sammy. And I hope, I hope that um, all men are welcoming to women in this industry. Absolutely. Again, you're listening to Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid in the Strike and Spare studio. We have on Maddie Fancher with us right now. And Maddie, during the last segment, we were talking about salaries. And I know that's something you're also very passionate about is women playing soccer don't really get paid much. Yes, we don't. So um, there's two different leagues in the U.S., the NWSL and the USL um, for pro women. And Prior to 2021, the NWSL salary cap was like, I think around $40,000 was the max that you could make during an eight-month season. And the only women making that were women on the national team. So that's 22 women out of 
a league that now has 12 teams and 22 girls on the team. So obviously you can do the math with that, but that's not very many women that are making more than, like you said, the, you know, some women are out here making 20,000 during a season. And um, thankfully in 2021, the U.S. women won a lawsuit that equalized pay um, because unlike the N. Um, the WNBA, the NWSL is actually um, profitable. The WNBA um, gets, you know, funding from the NBA. So we're a little bit different in that we we don't get funding from the men's um, pro teams, so or men's pro leagues rather. So um, they equalize pay though, um, or won a lawsuit with U.S. Soccer to e- Soccer to equalize pay. So now the salary cap for the NWSL is actually 1.1 million. And Dennis Rodman, daughter Trinity Rodman, signed that last year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens this year and um, just exciting time for women's soccer. And um, I'm excited to see the see the sport grow in the U.S. and, um, you know, see more people enjoy playing. And um, it's been nice to see girls that I grew up playing with that are still doing the same thing I'm doing and still out there playing. So, Absolutely. And it's great that hopefully – that equal pay does go into effect because living in Orlando, you had Orlando pride and also Orlando city. And I would say Orlando pride almost brought in as many fans and had as much hype around it. I mean, granted you do have Orlando pride's a powerhouse because you got a lot of the national girls on that team, but um, it was just incredible to see how much attention the Orlando pride brought in versus Orlando city. Yes. Um, it's it's very interesting, you know, it's crazy and um like Pride has men's and women's soccer, but the men get way more following. Um, it is faster, it is maybe stronger, but um if you I would encourage all the listeners if you can get out or take your kids to a female, whether it's WNBA or NWSL or even like a USL women's soccer game, um, this year, I would encourage everyone to do that because I think we're what I my encouragement in continuing to play is showing girls that they can do the same um, and that they their career doesn't have to end after high school or after college. Absolutely. And Sydney LaRue, she's one of the Orlando Pride players. She, I loved how she would get out in the community. She was very um, visible in Orlando, and she has a couple of little ones. And just how she would try to inspire the little ones to – pursue continuing to play um it was really inspiring yes for sure and i think she's one of my favorite pro players um just because of that you see her and i actually look up to her a lot because she doesn't just have one little one that she's come back from um because once you obviously have a baby it takes a lot to come back so she's done it twice and that just gives me you know all the hope and encouragement that i need and seeing her continue her career and she's now you know, in her thirties and, um, thriving. She just had ankle surgery. So she's back and recovering. And, um, I think she's actually in LA now, Sammy, but, um, doing really, really great things. Um, so yeah, I think it's important on and off the field and that goes for everybody. So. Yeah, no, uh, she was there whenever I was in Orlando and that was, um, and I know Dom Dwyer, uh, is not on city anymore, but that was really cool. Them too both being on the pro teams in Orlando and raising their family. Yeah. They were like the Orlando sweethearts. Yeah. <laughs> the power couple yes. of Orlando. Uh, yes. 
I cannot imagine um, being married to another pro athlete. I, it would be like two ships passing in the night. You would never see each other. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, especially with uh, the schedules trying to, because they would basically be opposite schedules, um, being in the same pro teams in the same city to make sure that your home games weren't uh, lining up on the same days. But um, with coming up this summer, you have the Women's World Cup. Um, so I know right now that's also a pretty big topic because you had the men's world cup and something I've been hearing is how the ticket prices are lower. And honestly, the women's world cup will probably bring more eyes because it's got some better athletes in it. I, and this is going to sound awful. I (laughs) am a soccer player. I did not watch very much of the men's world cup. I have never watched very much of a men's world cup because I, not because I can't get into it, but I am, I guess, loyal to the women. So I just, you know, watch the women's world cup and I always have, and I'm so excited to watch this summer. Um, I have a good friend from childhood, Rose Lavelle, who's um, our, one of our starting center mids. So it should be a blast to watch her again. And then I have some teammates from college that are, also probably going to be playing in it, um, one for New Zealand, um, Hannah Wilkinson, Sammy, I don't know if you remember yeah. her or not. Yeah. Um, so she's still a New Zealand national team player and I think it'll be really exciting to watch this summer and, um, see who wins. But I think the U S have, um, we have a really good shot and really good trajectory, um, going into it. So that's, I did not realize that she was still playing. That's really cool. And it's, I think that's one of the most rewarding things while being in this industry too is seeing, I mean, right now, I mean, you probably remember Danny Kleppinger. She was on the show last week and she has her own show that she's hosting in Chicago with live on the line. You got Whitney Hayworth that is at Georgia tech basically running all their social media. Um, but I mean, Andrea Carter, she's now at the national level doing things, and she was playing as a Lady Vol whenever we were at Tennessee, and it's really cool to see just how everyone's careers um, have taken off and to see where they all are. Yes, for sure. I feel like every time I turn around and there's a women's basketball game on the TV, I see Andrea just dressed to the nine, looking great, killing it. So shout out to Andrea. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Maddie, I really appreciate you joining me today. And we're going to have to have you on again soon so we can get a little bit more time to talk and hopefully the calls won't drop. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Again, you're listening to Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid in the Strike and Spare studio. Whenever we come back, we're going to have on Ashley Coley, 6 p.m. Sports Center associate producer. We'll be right back. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 10 